8th grader Ariana Nika, and welcome to the first episode of The Lioncast for 2021 to 2022 school year. The Lioncast is a weekly podcast created, voiced, and edited by middle school and high school students at Intermountain Christian School. It features announcements, news from around the school, results from sporting events, birthday wishes, and community spotlight interviews. Please subscribe to The Lioncast and leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. This is ICS 8th grader Claire Talley. Here are the announcements for this week. Auditions for ICS Theater Department's upcoming production of Bye Bye Birdie are on September 7th. If you are interested in auditioning, please be sure to pick up an audition packet from outside the music room at school. Our hot lunch program will launch on September 8th. Orders for the entire month of September are due by September 7th at 7 a.m. The hot lunch options for this year will be Jimmy John's on Mondays, Chick-fil-A on Wednesdays, and Little Caesars Pizza on Fridays. Our fifth graders are looking forward to their upcoming outdoor lab at Pioneer Bible Camp on September 9th and 10th. Students will get to enjoy the outdoors, learn more about the ecosystems, and participate in team building activities. Our preschoolers are looking forward to their upcoming field trip to Conservation Garden Park on September 9th. With more than eight acres of exhibits, pathways, and plants, Conservation Garden Park is Salt Lake County's premier destination for learning about Utah's unique climate and the role each of us can play in protecting our water supply. For more information, please email Mrs. Comby at lcomby, that's L-C-O-M-B-E at intermountainchristian.org. We have a few remaining class t-shirts for 9th through 12th graders. To purchase a shirt, Bring $5 to Mrs. Buckley's office. Shirts are first come, first served. Dance begins on September 7th for the 1st and 2nd grades and on September 9th for the 3rd through 5th graders. If interested, please email Mrs. Lee at jlee, that's J-L-E-E, at intermountainchristian.org for more information. ICS's upper school dance team will retreat to Silver Lake at Brighton Ski Resort on September 10th from 3.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. for a fun afternoon of activities and enjoying God's creation. The 2021-22 through 22 middle school leadership team has been selected and is ready to start the year off strong. MSLT's retreat will take place on September 10th. More details coming soon. MSLT is the student government arm of middle school. With the purpose of developing biblical leadership qualities among the student body, MSLT helps plan social activities and service projects. All School Picture Day is on Thursday, September 16th. Be sure to look your best and smile big. If any questions arise in your family regarding COVID-19, please email our COVID-19 response team at covid at intermountainchristian.org. This is ICS 8th grader Ashlyn Morton. Here's the news from last week. On Wednesday, September 1st, ICS hosted the first Welcome Wednesday of the school year. The first Wednesday of each month from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m., families interested in our school are welcome to come discover what an ICS education could look like for their family. No RSVP required. Families can come anytime they're able during the allotted time frame. 
The next Welcome Wednesday will take place on Wednesday, October 6th. On Wednesday through Friday, September 1st through 3rd, high school students and faculty attended ICS's Big Canyon Ranch Retreat. This annual retreat is a time for high school students and faculty to build community through preaching, small groups, and games. Be on the lookout for an interview on the line cast in the coming weeks where we reflect on this year's retreat. Hi, this is 8th grader Anna Edmonds here to catch you up on ICS Athletics. In the last week and a half, high school baseball has gone 2-1, winning 19-9 against Mazer Prep, losing 14-13 against Manila, and winning 12-2 against Talos. High school volleyball has gone 8-0, winning in three sets against Roland Hall, winning in the APA West Valley Tournament that features teams from 1A to 5A, and winning in three sets against Cottonwood High. Middle school volleyball defeated Summit Academy in both their A and B games. And our middle school cross-country team had great success at our meet at Monticello. The girls finished first. Vera Adama came in second, Tora Buckley came in third, and Sarah Edmonds came in seventh. The boys finished first. Sam Autry came in first, Jackson Smith came in third, and Dylan Cook came in fourth. In their meet at Hawthorne, the girls finished first. Tora Buckley came in second, Sarah Edmonds came in fourth, and Vera Adama came in fifth. The boys finished second. Sam Autry came in second, Dylan Cook came in sixth, and Jackson Smith came in seventh. Games on the schedule for this week include On Saturday, September 4th, high school volleyball will play at Rich. On Tuesday, September 7th, middle school volleyball will play Channing Hall at home. On Wednesday, September 8th, high school volleyball will play at Altamont. Middle school volleyball will play at Summit Academy, and middle school cross country will have a home meet at Bywater Park. On Thursday, September 9th, Baseball will play at Talos. On Friday, September 10th, high school cross country will compete in a meet at Quinn's Junction Trailhead. And baseball will play APA Draper at home. And on Saturday, September 11th, high school volleyball will play Milford at home. This is 6th grader Brooklyn, here to let you know about the birthdays happening this week. Happy birthday to ICS Marketing and Communications Director, Mrs. Hobbs, who celebrates her birthday on Wednesday. Happy birthday to Caden Nerdrum and Valley Stoltenow in 5th grade, who both turn 11 on Wednesday. Happy birthday to Matt Gutzwiller in pre-K, who turns 5 on Wednesday. Happy birthday to Landon Basket in 4th grade, who turns 10 on Thursday. Happy birthday to McKenna Stoddard, who turns 16 on Thursday. Be sure to wish all of these lions a happy birthday this week. Here are some birthday wishes to get us started. Hi, Kenna, it's Avery. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. You are the best sister ever. Aiden, hope you have a good day. This has been... Hi, I'm Brenna. Um, happy birthday, McKenna. You are just an amazing friend. I love you so much. And I can't wait for you to be able to drive me around because then I won't have to find rides. Okay, I love you. Thank you. Hi, Kaden. Oh, happy birthday. Hope you have a great time. This is Brody. Hey, Kaden. Happy birthday. Um, this is Karsten. Have a great ha- have, a gr- have a great birthday. Hi, Sarah Hobbs. This is Jennifer Adama. You might know me um, by face. I do share an office with you, so hopefully you know at least who I am or what I look like. But I just wanted to say happy birthday, and I hope to get to know you a little better this year and maybe um, you know just find some common ground. Happy birthday, Valley. This is Kennedy. Hi, Kenna. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great birthday. Hi, Sarah. This is Andrew. I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. I'm so glad that we're married. It's been the best two years of my life. 
Hi, sweet girl. I am just so thankful for you and who you are in all of our lives. McKenna, happy 16th birthday. You bring such joy, humor, and sarcasm and uh, light to our home and all of your friends. We are blessed beyond measure, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do with your future. Um, happy birthday, Mac. Um, um, it's Presley, and I like you, and I want to come to, and I want to come to your birthday. Happy birthday, Mac, from your friend Sloan. Happy birthday, your good friend comes from Diana. Happy birthday, Sarah. Love your work, Bestie. The other Sarah. Happy birthday, Valeska. This is Tora. Hi, Valeska. It's Vera. Happy birthday. This is 6th grader Jane, here to remind you of why we have Monday, September 6th, off of school. The information that follows is from the U.S. Department of Labor's website. Observed the first Monday in September, Labor Day is an annual celebration of the social and economic achievements of American workers. The holiday is rooted in the late 19th century when labor activists pushed for a federal holiday to recognize the many contributions workers have made to America's strength, prosperity, and well-being. The first Labor Day holiday was celebrated on Tuesday, September 5, 1882, in New York City. By 1894, 23 more states had adopted the holiday, and on June 28, 1894, President Grover Cleveland signed a law making the first Monday in September of each year a national holiday. Many Americans celebrate Labor Day with parades, picnics, and parties. American labor has raised the nation's standard of living and contributed to the greatest production the world has ever known. It's appropriate, therefore, that the nation pays tribute on Labor Day to the creator of so much of the nation's strength, freedom, and leadership, the American worker. This is 8th grader Adelaide Packer here to recognize our ICS students this month. Lower school student of the month for September is Audrey McGough. Here is why the elementary teachers chose Audrey. Audrey always enters her classroom with a smile and cheerful attitude each morning. She is responsible, quick to follow the routines, and do all that she needs to do. Audrey is diligent and does her very best work, all while being polite and respectful to both adults and her classmates. She is a kind and compassionate friend that demonstrates excellent behavior inside and outside the classroom. She is a wonderful role model for her classmates. Upper School's Student of the Month for September is 7th grader Vivi Peak. Here is why the upper school teachers chose Vivi. Vivi is full of enthusiasm and joy. She is kind and respectful, and she gives her best in class. She is also on the middle school volleyball team. Thank you for being a wonderful student, Vivi. This week, for our community spotlight, 7th grader Carter Rowe caught up with our new athletic director, Ryan Bamer, to help introduce him to the ICS community. Here is Carter and Mr. Bamer. All right, hello. May I ask what your name is? Yep, my name is Ryan Bamer. All right, nice to meet you, Mr. Bamer. So uh, I have a couple questions prepared for you today. Great. First, uh, where did you work before ICS? So before ICS, I worked at a public school in South Jordan for a couple of years. Uh, and then before that, I lived in uh, Shanghai, China, where I ran a sports program for different families that, that wanted to play sports. Yeah. That's really cool. Thanks. I've never been yep. to China, but that sounds exciting. China's a lot of fun, man. It's very different than here, that's for mm -hmm. sure. I bet. What sports are you interested in? So I, I actually like all sports. I think it's just sports give you a unique opportunity to, to play and grow as a person. Um, I played a lot of different sports growing up, but my favorite that I played was football. 
Um, so I really enjoyed it. Just the technical part of the game, the the way you get to play as as a team, and each person has a spot. I think it's a really cool sport. So. Yeah, I used to play some football. I really enjoy it. Nice, man. That's awesome. Very cool. Out of all the sports, uh, which is your favorite? So, so football is probably the one that I like the most. Um, along with just liking football, I played soccer for a really long time. So that one was the one that I was most competitive into, which was kind of fun. So, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, where is your hometown? So I grew up uh, in a lot of different places. I moved every three or four years. And so I lived in eight or nine states. So it's hard to say where hometown is. Um, but I like Chicago. That's where I spent most of the yeah. time. So that's probably my favorite city where I grew up in. Yep. Yeah, I've never been to Chicago, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, there's some good things about it for sure. If you could go back in time to your 18-year-old self, what piece of advice would you give yourself? Ooh, that is a, a really tricky question. Um, I think the the biggest piece of advice is is realize that, that God has a plan through everything. Um, a lot yeah. of things have changed throughout my life that have just kind of, I never would have thought I would end up here at ICS in the middle of Salt Lake City, but God had a plan to put me here. So I think yeah. trusting in that plan is important. Yeah. It's great advice. Thank you. Do you have a wife and kids? And if so, what are their names? So I do have a wife. Uh, her name is Stella. She's from Hong Kong. And then I have two kids, both under the age of two. So a 20-month-old girl named Jewel, Jules or Juliet, and then a five-month-old boy named Moses. Yep. That's awesome. What college did you graduate from? So I graduated from a, a school called Bethany Lutheran College. Uh, it was in Mankato, Minnesota, kind of a smaller school where I played soccer and got to study different things, which was fun. So. Yeah. Did you always want to be an athletics director? No, I, I did not. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I was a wilderness guide after college for a while um, and then ended up going to China and starting a sports program. And that's kind of where God led the direction of becoming an athletic director. So Yeah, that's super cool. Why did you choose to do this job? Uh, I, I just think it's a great opportunity to help student athletes learn you know, just more about themselves, more about who God is, more about the gifts and abilities God has given them. So I think my goal would be to yeah. to run some competitive and excellent programs that glorify God. So That's awesome. Yeah. I've never been uh, too big into sports myself, but I uh, last year I did cross country, and this year I'm going to do basketball. So Awesome, man. Yeah, I'm excited. That should be fun. Yeah, it'd be very cool. Why did you choose to come to, I to ICS? So for the last two years, I was teaching at a public school, and we, my wife and I had decided that we wanted to look for a different type of job, one in a Christian environment where we could help others. And so we had some job opportunities, one in Maryland, one in Minnesota, and then at the last minute, this job at ICS had opened up, and it seemed like a great fit. So, yeah. That's really great. What church do you go to? So I go to Gospel Hope in Riverton. Um, we've been going there for the last probably year or so, and we've really liked it quite a bit. So Yeah. I uh, I went there one time. I really enjoyed it. Nice. That's awesome, man. Very cool. What are your goals for the future of the ICS Athletics Department? Yeah, I think our, our number one goal should always just be glorifying God in everything that we do. And I would love to see our teams become competitive. I would love to see more students uh, playing different sports and learning and growing. Um, but most importantly, I would just love a culture where 
where students are are focused on competing with Christian character, helping each other, encouraging each other, growing in humility and servant leadership and all sorts of different things. So what does the athletic department do? So my my role and kind of the athletic office is to make sure that we've got just a really solid athletic program as a whole. So we bring in coaches that are ready to coach um, from a Christian perspective. We help set up schedules that are good for students. We help organize and have uniforms and all sorts of different things that will help our teams be competitive. Um, and we create, like before, that culture where we, we just want to be as excellent as we can. So that's kind of the role that I have here. Yep. What's your biggest pet peeve? Mm, I think my my biggest pet peeve is um, I think often we we don't realize the the abilities that God has given us. I think often we feel like, oh no, we can't do this or we can't do that. And I think people, uh, especially nowadays, we, we give up too easily. And so I like people that don't give up and keep moving forward and and are full of integrity. So my biggest pet peeve is, is giving up on things that we shouldn't give up on. Yep. Yeah. I try to do that and implement that in my life. That's great. <laughs> I'm not very good at that. Just keeping, yeah. go, keeping, keeping, you know, things it's on track. Easy. But yep. We always, we always find ways and different things that we can give up on, but we should keep striving not to, right? Yeah. If, have you ever been out of the country? And if so, uh, where have you been? I have, yeah. So I've actually lived out of the country a few different times. So I lived in Europe um, for a, a period of time. Um, I visited Australia. I visited many different countries in Asia while I lived there for three years. Um, I've been to Africa and done some work there. So I've actually been to every uh, livable continent except for South America. So I've been all over the world, actually, quite That's a bit. That's cool. Yep. You've been a lot of places. Yeah. I personally have never been out of the country, but someday I want to go somewhere. That's awesome, man. It's it's really good to experience God's world in different environments. Yep. What are three things you want people to know about you? Um, that's a good that's a good question. Uh, one, I try to strive. Um, in a sense, well, one I think is number one. My my family is the most important thing to me. So my wife and my little kids. Um, uh, most importantly, God as well. Um, so I think those are the, the kind of number one things is God and family. Um, two, I, I think I just would love people to know that, um, that I'm an intentional person. So I think it, my intention is always going to be to, to help others, hopefully, right? We're not always perfect in that, but, um, and I guess number three um, I'm a huge Packers fan. I love the Green <laughs> Bay Packers. So, yep, yeah, yep, they're a great, great sports team. They are. They're really competitive. Yeah, always competitive. Hopefully always competitive. So, yeah. Now, if you were an animal, what do you think you'd be? Man, that's a really good question. That's a that's a trickier one. I think um, well, I think if uh, being the athletic director, I'd have to say lion, right? Because we're the lions oh, yeah. here at ICS. But, uh, <laughs> but I think I would like to... To probably be a um, a bird of some sort where I could fly yeah. and, and kind of see different see things and go where I want to go. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always thought it would be cool to be like a fish or something. Something okay. like you know, Yeah, I actually don't like swimming, so that would not be for me. <laughs> yeah, I love swimming. <laughs> Very cool. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Oof, that's a great question. Um, 
probably nacho cheese Doritos. Oh, that's a um, that's a good one. Yeah, those are those are my favorite, man. So they they just never get old. That's probably why I would eat them forever. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you could have coffee with anyone, who would it be? Man, um, I feel like if I don't say my wife in this question, I would get in trouble, right? <laughs> so I probably have to say my wife. Um, if there's one other person I could have coffee with besides my wife, I think I would probably choose Brett Favre, an old Packers quarterback. Um, oh, yeah. Just kind of a fun, competitive guy. I think I would enjoy those conversations. So. And that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Well, thanks for doing these interviews, and the listeners can't wait to hear it. Great. Well, awesome, man. I appreciate you guys taking the time. Yep. Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you for giving us your time. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Lioncast. This is 7th grader Brighton Shoemaker. To finish out our first episode, we would be remiss to not remind ourselves of that terrible day 20 years ago this week when radical Islamic terrorists attacked the United States, killing almost 3,000 people. To commemorate that horrible day, we will end this week's episode with the words spoken by President George W. Bush the night of September 11, 2001, lest we forget. Thank you to all the brave men and women of the U.S. military who keep us safe every day. Good evening. Today, our fellow citizens, our way of life, our very freedom came under attack in a series of deliberate and deadly terrorist acts. The victims were in airplanes or in their offices, secretaries, businessmen and women, military and federal workers, moms and dads, friends and neighbors. Thousands of lives were suddenly ended by evil, despicable acts of terror. The pictures of airplanes flying into buildings, fires burning, huge huge structures collapsing, have filled us with disbelief, terrible sadness, and a quiet, unyielding anger. These acts of mass murder were intended to frighten our nation into chaos and retreat. But they have failed. Our country is strong. A great people has been moved to defend a great nation. Terrorist attacks can shake the foundations of our biggest buildings, but they cannot touch the foundation of America. These acts shatter steel, but they cannot dent the steel of American resolve. America was targeted for attack because we're the brightest beacon for freedom and opportunity in the world. And no one will keep that light from shining. Today our nation saw evil, the very worst of human nature. And we responded with the best of America. With the daring of our rescue workers, with the caring for strangers and neighbors who came to give blood and help in any way they could. Immediately following the first attack, I implemented our government's emergency response plans. Our military is powerful and it's prepared. Our emergency teams are working in New York City and Washington DC to help with local rescue efforts. Our first priority is to get help to those who have been injured and to take every precaution to protect our citizens at home and around the world from further attacks. The functions of our government continue without interruption. Federal agencies in Washington, which had to be evacuated today, are reopening for essential personnel tonight and will be open for business tomorrow. Our financial institutions remain strong 
and the American economy will be open for business as well. The search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. I've directed the full resources of our intelligence and law enforcement communities to find those responsible and to bring them to justice. We will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. I appreciate so very much the members of Congress who have joined me in strongly condemning these attacks. And on behalf of the American people, I thank the many world leaders who have called to offer their condolences and assistance. America and our friends and allies join with all those who want peace and security in the world. And we stand together to win the war against terrorism. Tonight I ask for your prayers for all those who grieve, for the children whose worlds have been shattered, for all whose sense of safety and security has been threatened. And I pray they will be comforted by a power greater than any of us, spoken through the ages in Psalm 23. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. This is a day when all Americans from every walk of life unite in our resolve for justice and peace. America has stood down any enemies before, and we will do so this time. None of us will ever forget this day, yet we go forward to defend freedom and all that is good and just in our world. Thank you. Good night. And God bless America.